Welcome to the REI Freedom Podcast, where we unleash the power of real estate investing and empower you to create a life of freedom on your own terms. Are you already acquiring off-market properties? Then listen closely because we have something very special for you. At REI Freedom, we provide high-level acquisition skills training and coaching to take your real estate game to the next level. Say goodbye to deal cancellations and hello to consistent success. Our proven methods and expert guidance will equip you with the tools you need to secure more deals consistently. Imagine a life where you have the freedom to live on your own terms, where real estate investing becomes your key to financial independence and fulfillment. It's time to break free from the ordinary and create the life you've always wanted. Let us provide you with the skills and knowledge to unlock the doors to your dreams. Join us on the REI Freedom Podcast and embark on a transformative journey of acquiring bigger deals, securing more deals consistently, and living life on your own terms. REI Freedom Podcast. Unlock your potential, claim your freedom in real estate investing. On this episode of REI Freedom, we feature a very special guest, Eddie DiLorenzo, a seasoned acquisition specialist with over 150 successful acquisition closings. Eddie shares his journey from the restaurant industry to real estate wholesaling, emphasizing the importance of building rapport and adapting to various homeowner personalities. Dan Toback, our REI Freedom Coach also joins the discussion, shedding light on key techniques, including the pull-away strategy. The pull-away involves creating a sense of urgency and confidence, compelling the seller to make a decision quickly. The hosts explore the significance of setting clear expectations, deadlines, and understanding the seller's actions during the decision-making process. The conversation delves into real-life scenarios, such as a recent deal in Laconia, New Hampshire, where Eddie successfully employed the pull-away strategy, resulting in a $26,000 gross assignment for the company. The podcast concludes with Shelly, that's me, posing two insightful questions to Eddie, focusing on what REI freedom means to him and his favorite aspect of real estate investing. The overarching theme revolves around achieving freedom through real estate investing, emphasizing the power of providing certainty to sellers, building relationships, and continuously learning from experienced professionals like the great Dan Toback. The episode offers valuable insights into negotiation tactics, creating win situations, and the transformative impact of real estate on individuals' lives. Hey guys, welcome to REI Hi. Freedom. This is Jeremy. This is my wife, Shelly. We are here today with a very special guest, Mr. Eddie DiLorenzo. He's actually our senior acquisition specialist who's worked with us for over four years. This gentleman has locked up more than 150 deals. This guy mm -hmm. is the real deal. Yep. So he's here today to tell us a little bit about our story and share some of his experience with acquisitions. Eddie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Thanks, guys. Yeah, Eddie DiLorenzo, originally from just outside of Boston in Revere, Massachusetts, and got started in my working career in the restaurant industry, which I say a lot translates to this business as well. Worked in high-end dining as a server, taking care of people, which is what we pride ourselves on doing today. In this, grew up down there, played sports as a kid, then slowly transitioned up to Southern New Hampshire, Wyndham to be more specific where I met you guys. I actually moved in next door to where I was living 
got started in my wholesaling journey through actual a guest of mine, a regular guest of mine at the restaurant who introduced me to the topic, gave me a first coaching course, which was by Cody Sperber for those wholesalers out there. He was back in the day, one who I think was one of the first big coaches around back then. Dove into host his program, basically hit the ground running and just said, if I can get one deal under my belt here, I think this could be a real career for me. Had my doubts going in. Was this real? Can somebody really pay me for a property that I don't own? What's going on here? So many doubts going into it. And basically just took action and did everything the course told me to do. Found my first property was a for sale by owner sign in the window of a house on my way to work. Called the number. Hey, are you interested in selling? Had no idea what I was doing. No clue. We all forward, as we like to say as well, and jumped into it all and got that property under agreement somehow, basically fumbling through it as best I could. And the homeowner could see that as well. And they knew I was a young kid out there trying to get started. So they gave me the opportunity. And this first deal actually led to our relationship together with Jeremy and Michelle. Had no idea they were doing a similar business out there. Saw Jeremy's post on a meetup group that was for sale, uh, wholesaling properties. And I was like, hey, are you doing this as well? Crazy how it all came to develop. But Jeremy and Michelle coached me through a lot on that first deal. I'm super grateful for them. We got it done together. They were a little bit further ahead in their journey of wholesaling. I leaned on them tremendously. And it's blossomed into over 150 closings since that first deal just four years ago. Yeah. Congratulations. I, I awesome. guess you could tell as far as taking massive and perfect action and failing forward. I forgot to mention our other great uh, host here today, Mr. Dan Toback, who is actually our REI Freedom Coach. Forgive me, Dan, for not including you in the introduction. But Eddie, you were with us for about three years before Dan came in. Uh, I surprised you guys at one of our meetings as he was coming in as a director, but you were working with him prior to that as a coaching. Tell us some of your experience with Dan once you got started with co his coaching. Yeah, Dan Toback, certainly one of the greats in the industry as well. And I can probably say that day in Nashua, in that room, when Dan walked in, I was starstruck almost. I was like, wow, is this guy real? He's really in front of me right now. Seeing him on Facebook and, and doing videos and coaching. And that first interaction was tremendous. I'll never forget it. And Dan's coaching over the years, it's been is it almost two years now, I want to say. Coming up on January, maybe, I think, somewhere around there. From the get-go, Dan's knowledge and experience in this business is second to none. He's done it all. He's seen it all. With that type of coaching around, there's no way to not elevate yourself and your game and your team. His coaching has led to the success of all, not of all the deals, but a lot of the deals that have went forward. Tremendous experience. And a big thing that I've learned through Dan, especially early on in dealing with homeowners and sellers and situations, is how the personality types of homeowners really play a factor in your sales position. Not every deal is the same. Not every person is the same. You do hear the same different scenarios, but you got to treat everybody in a specific way based on who they are. And that has helped me so much. You can't talk to motivate a single guy, hothead, the same way you'd speak to a whole elderly woman. There's that whole dynamic that you have to shape yourself to be able to adapt to those scenarios and be like a chameleon almost when going into these homes. Do you feel like that's been one of your biggest tips that you learned from Dan along the way? Or do you have a tip that you felt has been like 
a big tip that's helped you a lot with some of the deals have you gotten, or maybe a deal that you can share that, hey, Dan taught me this tip. I went and got this deal. And maybe tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. Aside from the personality types, I think a huge coaching tip that Dan has leveled us up on myself as well as our team is the pull away, I would say. Being super hungry to get the deal, but not showing it to the homeowner. It's okay to pull away, even leaving houses without the agreement. Something before I tried not to do so much. You're trying to get that deal, pressure it, and, and it could come off in a different way. You may get it too high. And I think being in a position where you don't necessarily need that deal, even though you need that deal, could be your only lead, but you don't want to show that to the homeowner. And it's okay to pull away. And once you start pulling away from them, you'd be surprised how fast they come running back. Don't chase the dog. Yeah, the yeah. dog chase you. You guys are definitely the masses of pulling away. Dan, tell us a little bit about the pull away technique and how you like to use it with our team. Yeah, so Eddie, that was an awesome example that you used, but not feeling the pressure, right? Even though we all have a high sense of urgency, everyone on our team has a high motor, they want to get the deals done. It's really important to enter every home with the intention, right? That is going to be a home that you're going to buy for yourself. So when I first got into this business, much like Eddie, I came from a field that was totally unrelated more than 10 years ago. For me, my first few appointments, they were very nerve wracking. They were high intensity. I was very antsy because I went in at simply somebody who was looking to acquire a home for wholesaling purposes. So I'm not really the buyer very shaky. I'm like, I just need to get this contract so then I can go ahead and find a buyer. And it was very mechanical. It was very non-authentic. So what I tell the guys, I remind them is you always want to go into a home as if you are going to own that home. So you want to um, enter the relationship with the seller, really curious, right? Naturally curious of why they're even selling. Something must be wrong here, Mr. and Mrs. Seller. I know you'd use those words, but that's how you should present yourself, kind of him and Hobbit, huh, this home seems like a good investment. Why in the world would you consider selling it? So when you connect with the seller authentically like that, you become very curious, right? You almost become, because I have two little girls and one of them is like four now. She, she asks so many questions. She's naturally curious about the world. You almost want to go in like a child. Like you want to go with the kid, like a childlike curiosity. Why are you selling the home? Well, it seems like a nice place to live. The neighborhood's nice. Like, why would you want to leave if you've been here for 20 years, 30 years, whatever it is? Or in the other, in another side of it, you just bought the home, right? For dealing with people that don't have a lot of equity. Why would you ever want to sell it so quickly? So you want to have that childlike curiosity. And then second to that, when you scrutinize it, you're scrutinizing it as a future owner, right? So if you see your if you're not buying a home, I have a wife and I'm going to move into a home. I'm looking at every little crack and crevice like, geez, that crack on the ceiling. Huh, wonder that's foundation, right? Or recently, Jeremy walked through a home that we were evaluating and he noticed the floor was a little uneven and it ended up becoming a serious issue, actually. Things like that, you want to find a way to connect with the seller naturally, not be a jerk about it, but you want to scrutinize. You want to ask questions that make you, give you ownership, have skin in the game. And when I talk to Eddie and, and our other guy, Justin, when I talk to some of our guys, it's a really big thing. It's always been an ownership and that equity holding position in the transaction. Great stuff. Yeah. I've seen you guys work magic with your pull away. Matter of fact, Eddie is one of the gurus with the pull away text of reviving ghosts out of life. 
back to life with some of his stuff. But Eddie, share me a situation where a pullaway maybe landed a deal and maybe tell us a little bit about that deal. Certainly. Yeah, Dan, that's great stuff as well. And a lot of times when first going into homes, especially back in the day, I was more numbers focused, not so much rapport. I was getting new into real estate and just made it all about the numbers. And nowadays, before going into appointment, I just tell myself to make a friend. You're not there to dig deep on numbers, but if you, if you build a friend, if you make a friend, they're going to open up to you. you. You find out a lot of things that a lot of people going into the house, just trying to buy it for the numbers might not necessarily know. And that leads you to serve them better going forward. But in terms of a deal where a pull away worked recently, I believe it was the deal in Laconia that we just closed last week. Another investor had an under agreement kind of fell through and he had a, a few others out there going through the property. A few other investors needed it to happen pretty quickly. We sat down in the home, basically what I do on every appointment prior to even walking through the home, just build that rapport, understand the situation so you can help serve them better. When it got down to the numbers, because at some point you do have to discuss numbers, he kept saying, I got multiple people coming out, probably not going to make a decision today and said, Hey, listen, we did close on a couple of properties recently and I do have the funds available to help you quickly. That's all right. So you, did you pull away from the guy? Pulled away from the guy, pulled away from the seller. So the seller has multiple people looking into the property. He's really interested in getting it sold quickly, shopping around. You pull away. How did you pull away from this guy? Basically told him that we're looking to purchase a property quickly here. Gave him a firm deadline, which is something Dan teaches on as well. Give them that firm deadline to make a decision. You're a serious buyer and you can definitely help them out very quickly. Pulled away, gave him a firm deadline to commit before the end of the day, the next day. He ended up chasing us for our offer. Awesome. And what do you think ultimately uh, made him decide to go with you as opposed to anybody else? I would say the confidence to get the deal done. He was burned mm -hmm. by another investor in the past which led to more investors coming out. So giving him the confidence that the deal would close successfully on a short timeline that he had to move was definitely the factor in getting the deal. Not necessarily the price because we were actually a bit lower than the other investor. So wow. Just, you yeah. got a deal less than your competition, huh? We did. We did. It does happen, <laughs> it does happen often because when you... If you don't make it about the numbers, they tend not to worry so much about the numbers. But if you can project that confidence in getting the deal done, then that's more important to a lot of homeowners out there. Well done. Well done. Yeah, we talk a lot about our top five techniques are getting more deals, bigger deals, and less cancellations. And one of them is providing certainty to the seller, which obviously was played instrumental in you getting this deal done. But I was curious, why the deadline, Dan? What's so powerful about the deadline? couple of things, right? You want to have a mutually agreeable deadline with every interaction that you have, right? With the major decision, right? Something that early on that had a lot of is I get outbid. At least I thought it was outbid or beat on deals. And as Eddie mentioned, which it's awesome that he brought this up already. He took the words out of my mouth, but it's never about price. So what we do is after, obviously we build that rapport and that trust with the seller. When you have the seller's trust, they know you're a trustworthy source that can deliver on what we say we can deliver on, right? You want to come up with them with a date and a time that we're going to agree on to make this decision together, right? And you want to know the why behind it, right? So the two things, the deadline, but the, the, the why behind it. 
call me back later in the week and I, I can let you know. Terrible. Don't ever agree to that because <laughs> we don't know what he's doing that week. We don't know his process. We don't have a specific time. And I guarantee you're going to try calling him back later in the week and not hear from him. So there's two things you need to do. There's one, you need to find out what's happening between when we're talking now, right? If I'm on the call with Eddie right now, and he's my seller. I want to know what action items that he has and what action items that are on me in the next 72 hours to help us make this decision, right? And you should have that on every call. So listen, if you need three days, you need 72 hours, you need one week, great. There's no pressure here. And if we discover, Eddie, that we're not a fit, three days you tell me, we're still friends. Is that fair? Just out of curiosity, what steps are you going to take in three days to determine that answer? What are you going to do? Right. What on, on your end, what are you going to do? For me, I have action. I'm going to see if I can pay this price. I'm going to see if I'm going to do this and that. But on your end, what are you going to do, Eddie? Right. The next 72 hours. So on, let's see, today is Monday, right? On uh, Thursday, right? Thursday morning or Thursday at, at one, whatever, that you can be at a comfortable place to tell me yes or no on this decision. And Eddie might say, I got to talk to my wife. Right. And it's going to lead us down a path to where we continue to see possible objections. I got to talk to my wife. Great. What do you think your wife's going to say when you tell her you're going to say, what do you think she's going to say? I don't know. She And you're already at another objection that you got to solve before that date time, because what you don't want is that date night ahead. We still don't know because my wife doesn't know. And my wife needs to talk to her friend or a friend or a friend. It goes down this never ending path of time wasting. So it's really important early and often to get verbal commitments or verbal contracts with the person that you're speaking with, because not only do you get a firm date to make a decision, you just take the pressure off while you do it by saying we're still friends, even if it's a no. But you also, secondly, hand in hand, because you're working that commitment with a why or what, really. What are you going to be doing before that timeline to come up with an answer for both of us? If you don't want to waste your time, Mr. Seller, Mr. Seller. So it's really important to evaluate what they're doing with that time and then know the time. Always set up, hey, Thursday at 1.30, we're going to know either way if we're working together or not working together. What do you need from me? on my end before that time and day so that you're comfortable making a decision one way or the other. So again, time in a day, specific time to make a decision and then what we're doing with the surpassing time so that we're comfortable going forward and not going. Wow, incredible stuff. So circling back to Eddie. So Eddie, you were able to basically pull away by creating a deadline. He knew you were legit because you were able to provide the seller certainty if he didn't respond in that timeline or that deadline, he felt like he was going to lose you as a buyer. And he probably didn't have trust that these other guys could come through in a, a sale that he really needed to happen. It's amazing. So let me ask you, Eddie, what was the gross assignment on that deal? What did you end up making for the company? The gross assignment on that one, I believe, was 26000 Woo! Congratulations. Nice work. $26,000 <laughs> by pulling away. Yeah. Great job. Away. Great job. For sure. Dan also preaches that we don't want the maybe. It's okay to tell us no, but we don't want the maybe. Love that. All right. We're going to end this. Shelly's got two questions to ask you, and then we're going to wrap this up. Shelly? Yeah, probably one. I think we're going to start asking all of our guests at the end the same question because the answer might be different for everyone. And it's why we are so passionate about the whole name of this program, REI Freedom, why we're so passionate about teaching people to get to this level of freedom that real estate investing can bring is because we're really passionate about it. And 
for myself when I, right before I started working with Jeremy and he said, come on, I can't do this by myself. This is really working. You need to come help me. I was like, I don't know if there's going to be enough for me to do. But I was working in an office at that time and I had to rush in the morning, drop my three kids off at daycare. And then I would work all day and I would feel like I was the one in the office that was sneaking out early just to pick up my kids at 5.55 p.m. before daycare closed. And I was like sneaking out and everyone else that stayed was probably I was missing out on all the stuff that I should be doing at work. So it was very stressful. So I started working with Jeremy and the first thing and it's a small thing, but the first thing I noticed was I could put my kids on the bus, get them off the bus, go to their sports. And we were still working the business the entire time. So that was like REI freedom for us is like the freedom that this lifestyle can bring. And I know everybody has a different opinion on what that is. So Eddie, what is your definition or what does REI freedom mean to you? Yeah, no, for sure. I think similar to that scenario there, I worked in the restaurant business, as I mentioned, for 18 years. It was long nights. It was long days. It was holidays. We were open every day but Christmas, essentially. Thanksgiving, being there on holidays, having to leave my family to go to work. I'd have to go there early in the morning and then go to work in the afternoon. Like That whole process was just terrible. And now I spend all the nights, all the holidays with the family. So yeah. that freedom there definitely is key. You have time to pursue other passions that I know about. Yeah, plenty of time. Pro golfer. Exactly. Pretty <laughs> awesome. I'm a huge golfer. I love to travel to play golf. It's definitely given me the freedom to to do that more as well because I can work on the road, work from anywhere. Everybody yeah. has their phone in their hand if you need to. So Perfect. That, that freedom to leave is tremendous. Awesome. And since you've been in the real estate investing world for a long time now, what would you say is like your favorite thing or the best thing that you found out just about the whole real estate investing world in general? For me personally, I think it just comes down not so much about real estate, but just about helping people. Pride ourselves on doing that. When you can change someone's life, it just does great things for you inside. They don't always see the light, but because we've all been around so long and we've helped so many people in those situations, there's really no situation that is different. If you've been in the business for a while, you see everything. So even though that homeowner cannot see the way out, because you've done it for so long and helped so many others in that position, you see the light and it, building that trust and confidence in them, they allow you to help. Great answer. Great answer. That's Eddie. why he's so great at, at he everything. Is. Yes, he is definitely out stuff. there providing value to the community better than anybody. Yep. So Eddie, you're a very seasoned acquisition guy. A lot of people may want to connect with you and ask you some questions so they can get better. What's the best way for them to reach you? best way to reach me i'd probably give out my social media stuff but i don't tend to be on that too much you can honestly just reach out to me personally my cell phone's always in my hand 781-844-1463 is my direct cell phone if it blows up i'd love to answer all the questions <laughs> brave soul he's no big deal awesome eddie thank you so much for being a guest on today's uh first guest episode of REI Freedom. Yay. For everybody else who's listening, if you want to have the experiences to learn techniques like the pull away and send deadlines from the great Dan Toback and get better at acquiring more deals, bigger deals, and have less cancellations and get into our coaching program, best way to do that is to go to reifreedom.com 
and you can start there. The other way is make sure you get it on our Facebook group. Again, REI Freedom Facebook group. Dan is the best acquisitions coach in the country. Right. And you guys are going to learn a lot of stuff here on this podcast as well as the Facebook group. And if you're lucky enough to be accepted as a student of ours in the coaching program, he's going to change your lives. So thank you, everybody. Eddie, thanks for being a part of our show today. And Dan, as always, thanks for your great coaching and helping us all get better at acquisitions. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I appreciate it. Bye, guys. Bye, Take care. We like to call the members of our REI Freedom Group the Freedom Fighters because we know that when you achieve success in REI, you gain ultimate freedom, time freedom, financial freedom, and limitless potential to create life on your own terms. But we also know that the road to REI success isn't easy, and sometimes you have to fight to get there. So there you have it. Join us and let's go get it, Freedom Fighters. All right, Freedom Fighters, I need your help. Please subscribe to our podcast. Please leave a rating and review. It's going to help us out so much as we continue to grow this podcast. Recommend the podcast to friends and family. There are so many people out there that want to be a Freedom Fighter, just like you and I. We need to share this podcast so we can give them the high-level acquisition skills they need to build a life of time freedom on their own terms. Please visit our website and join our email list. And you'll find extra resources and info there if you have more interest in following us on social media, REI Freedom. And of course, if you want more info on our acquisition coaching programs, please go to reifreedom.com to learn more. Freedom Fighters, let's go! Let's go!